I mean, seriously, why is it that people these days that serve you at the counters don't even say hello, don't say please when they're asking for the money, don't say thanks? What the fuck? It's because they got all their penalty rates taken away. Fuck those cunts. They don't deserve them if they're going to treat people like that. <laughs> Teenagers on minimum wage. The, those most motivated of people. Oh, it's just... It, I don't know. It pisses me off that people just don't seem to have... Your sunny disposition? You still have... <laughs> it's, it's basic. Just please. Like when they ask yeah. for the money, and just hand out and go, 990 the service industry they should be putting in some effort I agree yeah well just playing devil's advocate fuck those people they don't deserve a job (laughs) I want to apologise to everyone for the quality of my voice I've been sick for the last couple of days but the show must go on as they say so if you keep hearing like somebody's heavy breathing down the phone (laughs) it's just Alan mouth breathing (laughs) it's because my sinus feels like it's filled with concrete my adjustments does that sound better probably makes no fucking difference at all it'll still capture profanity just as well I, th- I think I had a few I swore definitely a lot more last week than I have done for a while man you gotta go with what you feel oh I think it's probably because I was six scotches in and two two guinnesses <laughs> it's all good so what's been happening in your week Dave not a great deal mate to be honest with you. just get my bike ready for Phillip Island um working yeah, the daily grind. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> something I did want to talk about. It's it's something everyone does, but nobody really wants to talk about, and that's shit. What? <laughs> Taking a dump. Taking a dump. It's I I don't know if it was just an epiphany, or just I'm I've really got that little going on in my life, <laughs> but. I just want to talk about a few different types of poos that you might, may or may not have. Well, I guarantee everyone's had them. (laughs) (laughs) I did not pre-approve this topic. (laughs) It has been sprung on me. Are you ever surprised when you have a clean snapper? I call that one the ghost. And you, do you go... Leaves no trace behind. (laughs) Do you ever go back for a second wipe just to make sure you hadn't missed it? (laughs) <laughs> I, I've usually got a fairly good idea when I've done business to that calibre well, you, like, you know you've had a nice clean one yeah because I don't have them I can't believe we're talking about this I, I haven't had them often enough so every time I have one I'm yeah, just like your, your digestive system is just doesn't work yeah more or less <laughs> the other one I wanted to talk to you about and this is one that Catherine's told me that she wants me to bring up you're dobbing her in yeah, no, this is something that I've done and I've spoken to her about it and she's like, you should talk about this on the Share podcast. Share this with the world. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, when you're, you've you got a big one that's coming out and it's like, you feel like you're giving birth to a fucking watermelon. What's your protocol? What's your go-to? Do you just like sort of try and breathe through it and just push and push or do you just sort of like sit there for a while? Because I've got a, a bit of a process and Catherine thinks it's pretty fucking weird. <laughs> Man, um, I don't know. I think... Having been to prenatal classes means I probably go for more of a, a breathe, breathe through the the situation. So I've got get it get it out. You you know how you can sort of clench your asshole up so it sort of get tightens. So more like a cigar cutter. That I I I what I call it is I 
chew it out or chomp it out with my with my bum. I sort of like just chomp, 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 chomp till it sort of out it comes. Like a so I don't split myself open like I've just had a fucking twenty five pound baby. So it's like the uh, the branch shredder you can use in the garden. Yeah, a little mini shredder, something like that. Yeah. This is your number one topic. This is this is all I got today. <laughs> but have you ever done that? No, that sounds messy. Yeah, oh no, it's always a disaster and you end up having to use a whole fucking toilet roll to clean your asshole out. Well, that's where, if we're talking bathroom routine, I'm pretty much first thing in the morning kind of dude before I have a shower. Yeah, so am I. So, Get up, shit. That's me. But it's the same rationale of giving your kids a bath after they've had dinner because they're guaranteed to make a fucking mess of themselves. Yeah. So that's my sort of insurance policy. That's That's how I've... Optimize that process. Yeah. So yeah, most mine too. You get up, shit, shower. You know what? Good for the day. There's no reason why this should be a taboo topic, man. That's what I, I'm saying. I think you're right. Everyone, everyone does it. Everyone takes a dump. Well, here's a good one for you. I, I've I've read a few articles that suggest the idea of using toilet paper is pretty festy, right? That the bidet is superior technology because you. But it's such a waste of water. Potential. I've never used one, so yeah. Look, but conceptually, I, that's kind of like we're talking about. Have a shower afterwards. You can clean things up properly. You never get a decent job cleaning it like that. You still got to get your hands in there and wash it out. It's pretty gross. <laughs> like I've done, in Thailand, that's sometimes the only that's option you got is a fucking uh, hose next to the toilet, and it's just like you don't want to touch that hose. It's like when you're emptying out in the camper van, like you go to the dump station, and it's like everything there. It could be completely clean, but you're like this shit is tainted. Yeah. This deals with the poop. No, don't want nothing to do with it. <laughs> but I, I think there's some logic to that, that the toilet paper is not great either. Because you end up, you know, if you, like you're saying, you use like a whole roll, you're just scrubbing at your butthole. That's just going to get raw. Yeah, that happens. That's that's what anusol's for. So it seemed like it got trendy as well, where people were starting to use like baby wipes. But then... Yeah, they block your toilet up. Clogging up the, all the pipes. And everyone's like, no, nah, don't do that. Well, you can do it. Just chuck it in the bin. So that sounds bad too. Yeah. So the other, Catherine was saying she's watched this cheap TV show like Wife Swaps or some bullshit. And this one family apparently he had a, a shit knife and he'd like scrape the shit out of his ass. Like he... What? <laughs> Why? Why would he need to do I, that? She didn't explain going to detail. I can, I'm more, more than happy to get her in here and explain the whole situation. But apparently it was kind of weird because... Is that, is that the point where the new wife just went, Well, she was, she was using this knife chop stuff up in the kitchen or something. Hang and, on, she got the knife from the bathroom. Well, I don't know where she got the knife from, but he's just like, <laughs> what are you doing with my shit knife? And she's like, what? And he's like, that's my shit knife. And she's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, that's, I use it to scrape the shit off my ass. Unbelievable. I mean, maybe he's a pioneer, who knows? It's, it's a bit weird. It reminds me of something from one of the early Big Brother series back in the day when that was a thing. I remember the big brother guy intervened because someone had cleaned up the bathroom. They'd wiped it down with a sponge, but then someone had taken that back into the kitchen and put it back in the sink. And big brother's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You want to throw that shit in the bin? Someone just cleaned the fucking toilet with it. Because I didn't want like, the, whole, the whole house to get like dengue fever or some shit. It was, was a funny noise some coming from the headphones. CI mind waves. Weird. Anyway, um, yeah, well, I guess some people just retarded. Well, they didn't realise because other people in the house had done it. What, same thing? 
No, no, with the, this incident with the, the yeah, sponge. But, yeah, but I'm talking about the dickhead that did it. Oh, yeah, put the sponge back, yeah. Yeah, like, is he... That's re- obviously a man-child who's had his mum look after him his whole life. Either that, or he's just... A, he just That's what he does at home. Idiotic, he's, yeah. He's got so used to it. <laughs> Why do I keep on getting so sick all the time? Although that was guts are so used to it that he he's one of those people that goes to Bali and Thailand all the time, never gets sick. That's <laughs> a barbecue dog and it's fine. Yep. Oh, what a champ. Anyway, that's that's my topic. Oh, Dave, I was hoping you're going to go deep into the. Uh, I'm happy to keep going with the, it. The taking of the dump. Well, I mean, the other thing too is, have you ever done a shit like you're pretty sure you did it just a little, like a little nugget come out, mm. and it's gone. Like you look down, there's nothing there in the toilet. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 the ghost dump. It's it's been and gone. It just slipped straight down the S bend. Yeah. Have you ever done one too that you thought was so big, like it's probably st- like sitting out of the water <laughs> in the toilet, but it, you look down, and it's it's just not what you thought you it was going to be. Disappointed. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Back in the day, on the um, early interweb, there was a. A website which was called Rate My Poo. Oh, oh yeah, I yeah. Think I should have known you were all over it. <laughs> but like, that's such a typical bloke thing to do is to send like your mate a picture of the the poo you're really proud of. Yeah, I did that a couple a, of times. A big dump that he's just lurking in the toilet. I did it to. I remember um, Pete Greenhill when I was on my my first honeymoon. <laughs> From your honeymoon, you sent a picture I did of the toilet. toilet. I did, went to the toilet and I did fucking destroyed the toilet and I'm just like, fucking cop this. Sent him a text message of my shit in the toilet. Before I wiped my ass, of course, so that it's just, just shit. Yeah. So there's no toilet paper covering any of that up. I can't question your uh, dedication to the artistry of the <laughs> shit pick. Oh, oh, God. Yeah, but I'm, I'm so disappointed because I don't think ratemypoo.com's up anymore. It's time has been and gone. I may have a Facebook page. I'm not sure. Yeah, it might have moved to a more modern platform. I guess they never really figured out how to monetize it. Oh, you don't need to monetize it. Really? You could probably get some sort of toilet paper advertising on there, couldn't you? Yeah, but if you're running your own website, that's the awful contradiction. If you start getting lots of traffic, it starts costing you a lot of money to host that website. And if you're not making any money from it, it's like, do I really care that much about other people's shit? Yeah, <laughs> Literally. <sure. laughs> Maybe we should start that back up. Uh, they might have something to say about it. I thought it was pretty funny. Imagine having to pay a lawyer to defend ratemypoo.com. <laughs> Would you purposefully get a shit lawyer? That's not even a pun. <laughs> That's... <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, to finish the topic, I'll actually give some, some real health advice. Yeah. I've, I've heard this rule. It's a rule of threes. You should be doing a poop no more often than three times a day but at least once every three days. If you're outside of that, you might have problems. I've got no problems. You're in You're in the green zone. I'm de- not 90% of the time, I'm one a day, yeah. maybe two. Yeah, I and think that's, that's it. pretty standard. I think that's pretty much my... Unless I've got some serious issues going on, like I've eaten something that's fucked with my guts and then maybe I'll like crack out five. <laughs> oh, that second kebab was a bad idea. Oh, it's not, it's not usually kebab. I don't know what it is. We've got weird things that set me off. The last time I got done was getting um, extra chili oil at a Thai restaurant. Yeah. It was funny because it was a, a work lunch and a, a colleague had sort of gone the same amount and copped like almost exactly the same reaction as well. And like, <laughs> we, we shared our shame that we'd both got done in by the chili oil. Our overindulgence. 
we just went too hard. So on the other on the other flip of the coin, we've done shit. Let's talk about it going in. We went to a burger joint. We went for the dual burger report this week, didn't we? Yeah, <laughs> didn't go so good, but no, we went to. Uh... I, I wasn't surprised though. Sorry, I wasn't surprised. Why? He's such a Debbie Downer. Fuck off. <laughs> I've got burgers I like, man, but this one was overcooked. It was fucking... The beef was crunchy. Name and shame. Come on. Sneaky burger in Wollongong. You're fucking crazy. You over, overcooked the beef. It was fucking crispy on the outside. Those cheese fries, though. They went mental with the fucking sauce. And then Alan had cheese fries. Fucking talk about going mental. <laughs> I don't know how much it got in my beard, but it was pretty it was <laughs> out of control. Sweet. It wasn't even cheese. It was like starting to clot milk. That was what I'd call it. It was runny. It was gross. I, I bet technically it wasn't dairy anymore. I bet technically it wasn't ever dairy. <laughs> well, at least you, at least you know. You you went out. You sought out the sneaky burger to see what the fuss was about. Move on to the next one. I'm get, willing. I'm willing to keep trying. Down. Yeah, I'm willing to keep trying to find another one. So. I'm sure there'll be a burger report coming from uh, Phillip Island when we go down there. We'll have to try try a burger somewhere. Penguin burger. Yeah, I'll eat penguin. I mean, if it wasn't <laughs> if it wasn't like a moral problem, like if it was farmed penguin. Well, I think the fairy penguin's still relatively uh, endangered or at least protected. Is it? Well, I'll tell you what I'll do, Al. We'll make a deal. If one of those stupid fucking geese around Phillip Island decide to fly it in front of me <laughs> and I fuck one up, we're taking it home and eating it. No. Why? A wild goose? I don't think it'd be very sanitary. It'd be fine. Could have parasites. I don't... Is geese even good eating? Yeah, there's people eat goose for Christmas, man. Really? Yeah, it's... I like haven't a, heard of that. Yeah, it's a big thing in the States and... I think really, really posh people in the UK eat goose. I think they eat swan as well, but they might actually. No, be... I think you'll find that's illegal. <laughs> no, I think the the king, like the the royals, can eat swans. I think if you killed, it's it's they they're owned. I think all the swans in the UK are owned by the royal family, and if you kill one, it's like a it's a, it's a crime against the yeah, fucking right. but the if, if realm. Prince, if Prince Charles wants a bit of swan, it's okay. You get one of his manservants to go and get one. Yeah. Can... I've heard he's a bit more into horse. Oh well. As soon as his wife looks like one, That's slanderous. It's not, sl- it's not slander. It's not joke. slander if it's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I cooked my own burgers. We had some burgers today. I cooked them all time. It's and it's simple. We just buy the the um, they're not frozen patties. They're fresh patties from Aldi, brioche buns. Okay. Bit of lettuce and the Coles burger sauce. Boom. So it's the magical fusion of Audi and Coles, their powers combined. Yeah. It's good. Oh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed the poop just as much. Well, I haven't had one yet and it was at like midday I had it, so. Got one brewing for the morning. Yeah. Or well, either that one, I shit the bed one or two. <laughs> Actually, that coming back to the shit. Seeing as you brought it back up, <laughs> it's my fault now. <laughs> a couple of other questions going back to the poop. Have you ever, as an adult, shit your pants? A little bit. <laughs> Seriously? Like when I've been sick. Oh, you're a foul human. I've never done it. 
Oh. I'll come fucking close. You still, you still got time. Have you ever farted and had to go and check? You might need a bit of a wipe afterwards because it got a bit juicy in the end of the fart. No, no. But that, that scenario where I was saying I was sick, it was one of those ones where I'd sort of spewed hard enough. <laughs> spewed and shut your pants. Come <laughs> on, oh, man. You said this was a safe space. <laughs> it is safe. I can still fucking laugh. But... You know, at least I was home and, you know, it was like straight into the shower, sort myself out. It wasn't anything. Like, if it was going to happen, that was probably like the best case scenario. Fair enough. But yeah, it wasn't wasn't great. Hmm. Well, it's just been uh, a couple of times I've farted and just gone, oh, I better go and check on that. Never never registered a hit? No, no not yet, but I'm just like, oh, that was a bit juicy. So this is probably going to be one of the problems as as you age. I'm sure the uh, the odds of it happening go up. Yeah. <laughs> we could revisit this topic in a couple of years time have you ever shat your pants anyway I'm sure you've got better things to talk about have you got any, anything you'd like to talk about now uh, we can go current current event, events if you want yeah I was going to say current affair <laughs> high quality journalism yep um, I don't know if do you uh, were you ever a fan of the old Katy Perry no no what the singer, we're talking about the singer, yeah? Yeah, I don't know any other Katy Perry's. Are we talking fan as in her music or as in just what she looks like? Well, whichever way you want to go. No. <laughs> Neither. Well, she's in trouble. Why? Wait a minute. Do I care? She uh, she gave a dude a bit of sexual assault, allegedly. Oh. Apparently it was the, the guy that was in the Teenage Dream video. Apparently they were at a party, I'm going to say. And she gave him the old <laughs> pantsing, dacked him, yeah, cock and balls out. Apparently, he didn't like that. Mm. I mean, now he wants a million dollars. Let's put the uh, shoe on the other foot, shall we? If he'd mm-hmm. have done it to her, he'd be the next Harvey Weinstein. Bingo. Because I've seen a fair few people going, "Oh, you know, Katy Perry can dack me anytime." I like fella. But this the way, goes the way, back to the a, way you put it, perfect, absolutely perfect demonstration of the hypocrisy. The, it goes back to a subject I think we've spoken about on a previous podcast about the hypocrisy of sexism, potentially. But uh, yeah, it sounds like it's going. It's pretty serious. Fuck the bitch. Got no 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 sympathy for her because mm. I'll guarantee you, roles were reversed. She'd be up in arms. Yep. Plus, you have the extra dimension of the power dynamics of what happened. It's kind of like if you if your boss dacked you, it's like you know she she was in a position of power. He's just some scrub from a music video. Yep. What's he gonna do? Sue for a billion dollars. Well, she got paid a million dollars an episode or some shit, and um, America's Got Talent or whatever it was that she was or American Idol. Uh, was it The Voice? I don't know. One of those dumbass shows. That... Much of a muchness. It's fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, so she's uh, she's on the Me Too train, but in a in a bad way. Well, she's she's the Me Tooer, not the Me Tooed. Too confusing. <laughs> <laughs> um, our, our good friend Mike Tyson's in the news. Oh, what did that legend do? Uh, Wait a minute. This is this is a feel good. No, I, I need to re- I need to re- why I said legend because Le- he's, he's a legend in sport. Legendary boxer. Legendary boxer, not a legend when it comes to the old. Convicted rapist. 
<laughs> anyway, well, he's on. turned his life around and now chills out with forty thousand dollars worth of marijuana every month. That's a that's a fair bit of pot. I don't think it's all him. I th- I think it makes a good headline, but his his compound apparently goes through forty thousand dollars worth of weed. Oh yeah, but like so he's got his his crew his around entourage, but um. They're smoking out. That probably puts Willie Nelson to shame. Who knows? Maybe they're neighbours. I don't know. Maybe Willie Nelson's one of his entourage. Um, but the photo from the article was quite interesting. He's, old Mike Tyson's got a goatee going, but it's pretty much full grey. Yeah, right. Oh, he's getting on a bit now, isn't he? You don't realise that, do you? No, you do. Well, I do. Yeah, looking like a distinguished old psychopathic boxer. Yeah, fair enough. Do you, have you ever heard of Chris Eubank? No. He, he's a fucking legend boxer too. Funny as fuck. You ever, just look up some videos of Chris Eubank talking. Fucking current, current boxer or? Oh no, he, he's retired. He's an yeah. English boxer. He was a world champ. Like a middleweight. But he's just so eccentric. It's not fucking funny. Like he, he walks around wearing like really expensive suits. And, right. and a, he's always got like a, a walking cane. So kind of the same shtick that Colin McGregor is trying to pull off. Colin McGregor's definitely... Copying it from, from Eubank. Eubank's fucking. He, he's good, man. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the other current affair. Was I think he's up on some charges for assaulting some dude in a in a bar. No surprise there. Yeah, he's yeah, full fully fledged Muppet, isn't he? McGregor. Yeah. Uh, I, I think he's just made me a hundred bucks, right, Dave? <laughs> you remember that bet? That was the bo- was that the boxing bet or was that the? It's when he fought Mayweather. Yeah, that was fucking. Bullshit. You actually thought he was going to win. Hey, he fucking put up a good fight for nine rounds, didn't he? <laughs> Did I tell you that I hedged that bet? You bet me a hundred bucks that. Yeah, and you put a bet on with a TAB or something. Put didn't twenty you? bucks on McGregor to win, just in case, because <laughs> the odds were like seven to one or something. Couldn't lose. But you broke even, didn't you? Oh no, you made hundred or whatever. Well, then I wasted all of those charity raffle tickets for the that Ducati. Yeah, didn't win that. Yeah, that one that was a little bit sus. Uh, yeah. Anyway, not going to go no, there. Allegedly, I'm not. I'm not part of that uh, <laughs> bunch of bullshit anymore. But anyway, all right. Well, that's that's probably enough current affair. I know there's other stuff going on in the world, but that's the stuff that. I thought it would be interesting to talk about. Yeah. I did I tell you, I think I have spoken to you about this, but not on the podcast, so I'll just punch it out here. I uh, did a little bit of research last week and um, were able to download the script of Top Gun. Excellent. So um, I, I definitely think we'll, we'll do a bit of a download of the script and, <laughs> and, a, re, and, a, and a rewrite. Yeah. So it's coming. It just may take some time because I, I think... I'm not sure whether I want to do a full rewrite of the whole movie and then do a, like a pod you play. You can't start with that. I think we do a few scenes and test the waters. You reckon? I, I, I think we just do a full on, full hour <laughs> movie length, movie length <laughs> pod play. I don't, I don't think you understand the uh, the extent of effort needs to go into a, fo- a feature length screenplay. Like there's a re- <laughs> how hard could it be? Anyway, um, either way, even if I yeah, I'll download it and I'll do a rewrite. I saw a story. I thought of you as um, Sopranos related. Yeah, talking about the uh, prequel film they're making. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. Um, with 
uh, Gandolfini's son, Michael, yep. playing the part of young Tony Soprano. Yep. Um, the revelation that came out was that he's actually never watched The Sopranos. Well, he's probably too young when it was... Oh, definitely. But he's now, like, they're producing this film. Yep. Still hasn't watched The Sopranos. It's a bit weird, isn't it? I don't know. It might be a clever tactic in the sense that... He won't overdo it. Well, he brings to the character what the story asks for, not what he's trying to aim for. Yeah. Yeah, because in a way, I think some of the Star Wars prequels kind of suffered from a lot of that where, you know, thematically, you know, through the story, the plot, some of those characters are kind of locked in. Like the Han Solo film was a pretty good example where... I wasn't a fan of that film, eh? Yeah, like it was a bit... It fell a bit flat and it's kind of because... They weren't that adventurous, I guess. You kind of knew what you were going to get. Like mm. You already knew who Han Solo was going to be. Yeah. Kind of limiting. When's that due to come out then? The Sopranos one? No idea. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> oh my, Rotten Tomatoes, mate? Fucked if I know. Well, you, you, you brought it up, so <laughs> Look, I just... all I saw know. was a, a Sopranos story. I thought you'd be curious. I already knew most of it. I was all over it. All right. Fuck you then. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I know. I know. We haven't been hating on the uh, the religion for a while, and, yeah. I, and I don't intend to do it today. But there's another, don't don't bring it up then. No, but there's another group. I think that I think natural targets of my scorn, my my pity. They've they've been getting more active, more frisky. Flat earthers. These dudes that think the world is not a globe. It's in fact a flat disc and that any suggestion otherwise is a massive conspiracy. I have heard that there's also a bunch of dudes that have got a theory or conspiracy theory or whatever it is mm. that the world's a donut like with a hole in the middle. Right. Like a like a like a ring. So like a three D donut or like a, a CD? No no like a three D donut. Fucking hell. <laughs> Well, just, just when I thought Flat that, Earthers were fucked up. Yeah. There's a brilliant documentary on Netflix. I, I'd recommend checking it out. Yeah. It, it's relatively um, neutral. Like, it doesn't take the piss. It kind of lets these guys speak for themselves, which, if you've got a functioning brain, you kind of does the job for them. But yeah. Um, it, it seems to be one of those things. Again, you know, that internet echo chamber. Find like-minded individuals and start running wild with it they're, they're getting pretty uh pretty bold there's apparently some expedition to the south pole to prove that there is no south pole that it's just a giant ice wall got another dude who's trying to build his own steam powered rocket to fly up how and... the fuck does this steam powered rocket work it's an interesting question because a lot of people say that shit ain't gonna work at, at best his rocket could maybe get five kilometers altitude which wait a minute and there's no, the two things aren't something that can be. You can't it's, make it's, a rocket out of steam. No, are, are you talking about high pressured steam? Yeah, it's, oh, a, right, it's okay. a real thing. I thought you meant like a, a train, like a locomotive, like, like a, Back to the Future Three. Like how the fuck are you going to get no, that? No. Um, it's yeah, it's high, it's high pressurized steam that's fueling the rocket. But that's a pretty good idea. The problem is the power to weight ratio of pressurized steam as a fuel is piss poor. So, but so the bloke's intelligent enough to be able to make some sort of 
high-pressured uh-huh. steam rocket. Yep. But he's that much of a numpty that he can't fucking work out that the world is not actually flat. Yeah, so he, his idea was he's going to see for himself, go up and see whether there's a curvature to the Earth or not. Is is the whole premise? Why doesn't he just get on a fucking high altitude airplane? Uh, well, what like high high U.S. Air Force? I'd like to go for a ride in a U two, or just go on a fucking airplane that sits on about 40,000 feet. You can see the curvature of the Earth from there. I don't know if it's high enough. Yeah, you can, man. I've been on a few few airplanes where you've been able to see it. Just yeah. you can just see it. Well, it's probably not enough to convince a flat Earth dude. Wasn't there a flat earther that got on an aeroplane and did some bullshit experiment to prove it was the earth was flat? This is the amusing thing about the documentary. They actually go through a couple of these experiments. Yep. Um, which are relatively simple to set up. Um, again, to prove whether the earth curves or not. But the, the best one is they invest in a $10,000 um, lasering gyro. So the idea of a gyroscope is it will remain in constant orientation no matter how it's moved around yeah the idea being if the earth is rotating there's a procession there that will show up in the the laser ring gyros readings um they bought this thing like they raised money and bought it ran the test got exactly the amount of angular deflection to prove earth rotation as a globe went mm, we mustn't have done the experiment right and starts start cooking up all these crazy variations yeah to try and eliminate, you know, their perception of interference or, and again, this simplest explanation is right in front of them, mate, you're on a globe and it's spinning around its axis. They just couldn't accept that. They were like completely flummoxed by it. Yep. And, and even juicier was the guys that conducted the experiment, kept the results secret or from the great, the broader society, their, their club who had raised the money because of the obvious impl- implication that they're a bunch of quacks and they've just been bilked out of their cash. Fair enough. Pretty. I, uh, I'll be honest with you, this is not a subject that I have a lot of interest in. And I, I always, I'm always curious about, again, the motivation behind these conspiracy theories. I mean, the classic ones, the moon landing hoax. Like, but why? Like, what was, what was the motivation? Well, there was motivation behind that. Correct. Because it's a space race, right? Space race, got to beat Russia, bloody, bloody, bloody. So if there was anything, the smallest bit sus about their claims about landing on the moon, you think the Soviets would have called it out, right? If anyone was, like, suspicious... Would they? It was going to be them. Or were they the ones just nibbling away at this little conspiracy theory just to make it... I mean... No, they they haven't said anything about it. (laughs) And that was a program they were spending... You know, enormous amount of national treasure on lives lost, massive effort, and they're like, "What? They didn't notice that it was faked? Give me a break!" But it's the same principle with these flat Earth people. Why? Why would you spread the lie, the alleged falsehood of the Earth being a globe? What possible reason would you have? Mm. Exactly. <laughs> they never articulate it. They just say, "Oh." You know, the shadowy government forces in play. These people are probably the same type of people that walk around with a fucking armadillo for a helmet. Like they're on fucking they're ju- not straight out wackos. They're yeah. not... Oh, no, they are. No, no, but like if you look at them, they're just like normal people. 
Except inside. They're Except not for because... one very specific, bizarre, bizarre set of beliefs. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, it, it puzzles me. It really does. I mean, the the ancient Greeks calculated accurately the diameter of the Earth. They figured it out over 2,000 years ago. And yet, you have modern people in first world countries with presumably completed their education saying, mm, actually, no... Something's not right here. Can I take a stab in the dark and just and just take a guess at the majority of these flat earthers? Would they be from a specific country? They're global, man. Yeah. The documentary in question is Americans. American based. Yeah. Um, the only reason I say that is because have you ever seen an American try and work out where countries are on a map? That's scary. <laughs> but I'm also. Like, you see a hit a video like that, it's a bit of a hit piece, so you could definitely edit something like that to make people look gumby. Like, you could do that in Australia if you wanted to. I mean, I've, I've, I've watched, even down to, um, like, one of the Tonight Shows with whoever it was. And, sure. And they, were, they had, like, an English comedian and an American Hollywood star and some other American thing. And they're like, oh, who, who ever heard of this sort of place? Blah, blah, blah. And they looked at the English person and they're like, have you ever heard of this place? And he's like, yeah, because we have an education system in England. <laughs> I think some of the stats about passport ownership in the States are pretty grim. Yeah, like there's very low passport. And it kind of reflects uh, an attitude of mm, rest of the world, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> I think they're very bloody minded too or well, not bloody minded maybe that's not the right word but um, very um, pig headed about the fact that everywhere's like the states anyway like this is the world mm. I don't know well to an extent there's some truth to it in terms of cultural export that's you know what country doesn't have a McDonald's in it can't be many isn't McDonald's Irish what McDonald's is Irish, isn't it? <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, but I'm, no. What I'm saying is, I'm not about that. I'm on about the fact that Americans just think that is America's. Just that's it. Well, USA number one, right? Yeah. I mean, they know that there are other countries exist, but they just think that everyone else is a third world country. They're all ass backwards. <laughs> the uh, the shithole countries. But is... what, they, what they don't realise is they're, the one, they're probably living in the shithole country. Well, it's. Arguably, only getting worse at the moment. Yeah, yeah, well, it's funny. My my dad and his wife are travelling overseas at the moment. They've just been through the US and in Canada at the moment. It'd be interesting to get some uh, reflections from them on it. Because I think my experience there was they're just regular people, mostly nice, not that much different from here. Yeah. So I, I don't know how. Yeah, how there's so many people there failing or fucking up. Like you said, something simple like a map test. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, Americans do. Sorry. Fuck this thing. So, yeah. So, America! The land of the free and the home of the flat earth. It just doesn't make any goddamn sense. Surely there's bigger things to be worried about. Yeah, well, that's why I don't really want to talk about it, because I've got better things to do in my life. Like the lizard people who run the government. Well, no. I mean, is there any update on the uh, on Storm? Was it Storm in what's that place called? <laughs> Area 
Um, oh, I've seen there's been a number of people producing t-shirts. So at least there's people profiting through merchandise on it. Really? Of course. Oh, I've got to get me one of them t-shirts. <laughs> What's it? It's Area 54. Is it Area 54? Storm, Storm Area... Storm 51. I think it's going to be a big old disappointment. They can't stop all of us. <laughs> Storm 51 t-shirts. They're on Amazon. Yeah, so at least someone's making a buck from it. <laughs> There's heaps of different ones. <laughs> <laughs> Need to get on board. The first annual Area 51 5K fun run. <laughs> <laughs> September the 20th, 2019. They can't stop all of us on the t-shirt. Uh, shouldn't it be a five mile fun run for the... US? Oh, dude. I don't do kilometers. There's heaps <laughs> of them. There's, I love it. So like most things that get popular on the internet, it's just being co-opted by corporate profiteering. I'm, I'm definitely getting some, some one of these t-shirts. <laughs> How are you going to feel when it turns <laughs> into a bloodbath and you can't wear, can't wear your t-shirt anymore? <laughs> About to see them aliens. Oh, dude. If it turns into a bloodbath, who cares? Not my problem. We we went through Nevada and went by Area 51 on our travels. Yeah. And oh, they've already got the alien merchandise game down. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot it's, of diners and stuff, don't they? Yeah. Oh, it's out of control, man. Like, it's any tourist trap you go to. There's just places just flogging the crappier shit just based on the flimsiest local theme. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That so, doesn't surprise me. Not surprised that machine sort of kicked into the next gear and started pumping out that crap. I'm a fan. Oh, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm a fan because it's fucking funny. Well, how long till it's on? So twenty. I think is it twentieth September? They're doing it. Yeah. Right. So basically, about a month out. Yeah. So the annual fun run is on. Twentieth right. September. We'll have to keep ourselves posted, eh? So these t-shirts that I'm looking at, you can tell they're Australian because they've got. The 20th, oh, no, 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 they must be American. September, no, because it's got 09-2019. Oh, the date format. Yeah, fucking stupid way of doing it. Again, like, yeah, imperial measurement, dates in a fucked up order, American yeah. number one. Yeah, why do they stick with gallons and fucking miles and yards and... Stubborn. It's, it's mental. Literally just stubborn. Left-hand drives and... One of the biggest refrains you get from Americans is support the troops, right? This yeah. blind devotion to the military. You know what the military uses? Metric. Because yeah, everyone else fucking does. Exactly. They have to interact with other armed forces, you know, whether it's NATO alliance or Operation Blow Up Iraq again. Yep. Everyone else is using metrics. So they have to be on the same system, otherwise it gets fucked up real quick. Yep. Not enough to change how they do things at home. Even even Canada have gone to kilometres, so you go over the border, everything's in kilometres and... They've been that way for a while, yeah. Yeah. Well, UK's still miles per hour, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I think that might have been an economical thing, because they did try to... I think they've changed, like like when you go in the shops and buy meat and stuff, it's in kilograms and grams, I'm pretty sure. Is this why they wanted to Brexit? <laughs> they forced them to use nah, kilos. Most of the cars over there, most of them will have miles an hour and kilometers an hour written on the, on the cluster. Yeah, on the cluster when they go to Europe. Yeah, maybe it's a stubborn thing now. I think it might just be a, like it's too hard to get it 
changed, but the fuel's changed. It used to be in gallons, and now it's in liters. The yeah. petrol, so it's just literally the road. It probably happens sooner or later, I guess. Yeah, maybe it's like an econ- economy thing. Like it's just too expensive to change all the speed signs and whatever you. I'm sure it cost a bit, but was yeah. I'm sure it cost a fucking shitload. Had another question for you. Yeah. So another another topic that's come up just chatting to mates is what's the the biggest blockbuster movie that you've never been bothered to see that was like popular, widely released, and even though it's come out on DVD or your streaming service and you just still haven't been fucked, you just haven't been bothered watching it. The problem is I probably don't know because so it, it came about because we had. We had one dude who'd never seen... Fuck, I can't remember what it is now. Actually, there was one dude who'd never seen Titanic, right? That movie made $2 billion that's, at the box it, office. That's that's acceptable for a man not to have seen Titanic, I think. Yeah, all it does is prove that he's actually never been in a relationship with a woman. <laughs> that, that's pretty much what happened. You get drug along to see it at some stage. I mean, I... I, I but you personally, like, I, I for me, I thought about it a little bit and I realised I've never watched any Harry Potter movies. Like, yeah. They pumped out a bunch of those and people went pretty bananas for it. I've, I've never really watched it. I'm sure once my kids are a bit older, it'll probably happen. Once once they're sort of old enough to watch that stuff or have an interest in it, I'll get sucked in at that stage. I mean, do we go with the old classics or are we talking just... Potentially. Because I've never seen things like Citizen Kane. Nah, man, that was before we were even born. But that's what I'm talking about. Like, I don't know. Nah, man, I've, who could be bothered watching Citizen Kane? I've never seen Taxi Driver. Yeah, no, I'll give you a pass on that stuff. I'm talking about stuff that, as a, as a box office release, you could have gone to the movies and watched. I'm just going. Some, I'm going through sort of like category. top ten movies, and I'm just all top movies, and I just nothing's really. Maybe you're the one. Maybe you've seen them all. I mean, I could rattle off movies and just try and <laughs> trip your ass yeah, up. Yeah, go on, go on. Give me give me a try. Oh, Jesus, I don't know. Um, something that was super popular that you might not have seen. What about... <laughs> this is great listening. I don't know, man. I think it's going to come from within. <laughs> I've, I've, yeah, there's not many things like... there's definitely an effect where people get stubborn about it like I had a good mate who I think, I'm sure there was a movie that I refused to watch at some stage maybe I did end up watching it though I had a good mate who didn't see Pulp Fiction when it came out but then started getting a heap of like peer pressure his mates were like come on man you gotta watch it Pulp Fiction's awesome and he just got really stubborn like he dug his heels in and he's like <laughs> nah not gonna watch it, yeah, because all these people I can respect that hassling him, and like it's 20 years later, man. It's more than 20 years since that movie came out, and he still hasn't seen it. He's still like holding on to that grudge, yeah. I can respect that, but fair play. Same dude agreed to do a Fast and Furious viewing, he'd never seen any of those, yeah. Was that when I came along to that at Josh's place, yeah, yeah, that's right. So he'd never seen Fast and the Furious, so we watched the, the original, still the best. Arguably, <laughs> and then we went straight to the latest one. I think it was number eight. It was the one with the fucking submarine. Submarine chase at the end. 
<laughs> so gone from what was a relatively low budget kind of surprise cult hit yeah straight through this ridiculous over the top multi bajillion dollar blockbuster it's like that's where we started boom that's where it's at now would you say the pianist is a massive movie I never saw that. Well, I haven't seen that one either. I'm just going through the top 100 and I'm I think if it won Oscars, you get a pass. <laughs> it was like one of these Oscar winning. None of that shit. Yeah, I just, I just can't find any. Like from my time, Fargo. Oh, Fargo. Re- yeah, that was pretty art house. Never seen that one. I, I remembered the film I was, we had talked about. He'd never seen Gladiator. Yeah, right. That's Pro- a bit- Rusty Crowe's probably biggest flick. Tony Tony Scott. What was the other one that he made? Who Rusty? Yeah, there was another big one with a ship, wasn't there? What was that one? A ship. He was a captain of a ship or something. Oh, ship. master and commander. I haven't seen that. Interesting. Yeah, pretty niche. So Gladiator. Yeah, I've seen Gladiator. So this dude had never seen Gladiator, yeah. and was kind of stubborn about it. We we're chatting about it because it. Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, that's I've never up seen there. that. It's getting up there. Never seen that. It's a bit of a classic. But, um, yeah, he kind of got stubborn about it because it was out on Netflix. I'm like, dude, watch Gladiator. And he's like, no, nah, I'm not gonna. <laughs> so I, I watched Gladiator out of spite instead. I just watched it again. Just name him. Who is it? No, no, it's, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm just, just trying to... Bloke from work. Is it the same guy that was the Fast and Furious no, guy? No, different fellow. I don't see why you can't just name him, but anyway. <laughs> I'm not trying to has, hassle them personally. No, I'm no, just... I'm, not, I'm not saying to hassle them. I'm just wondering who he is. Doesn't matter. It's it always the, matters. It's the principle, and I think it's interesting that you do sort of plow through a lot of this stuff, and it's kind of a shared experience, right? Um, and yeah, he, I was talking about a scene from Gladiator. I was <laughs> I was running my hand through the long weeds next to the car park at work. I'm like, oh, I feel like Rusty in Gladiator. It's like the opening scene where he's walking home to his his villa. Yeah, he's running his hand through like golden wheat fields. I was like running through scraggly weeds in the car park. They're like, oh yeah, never seen Gladiator. All of us were just like, what? You ain't never seen Gladiator? Get onto that. Nah, not gonna. It it holds up, man. That movie's nearly 20 years old as well. Uh, Talking about movies hold up. Yeah. A couple of movies my son decided to watch the last couple of days. One was um, The Mummy, the original one. The one with um, Brendan Fraser. Fraser. Yeah. And I'm, I was quite shocked. I thought that the the special effects were going to look a bit dated. Yeah. They held up. I think there's definitely a period there where CGI was still used kind of sparingly. And there's still a lot of practical effects. There was a lot of CGI in that movie. Yeah. It um, was good. It was actually pretty good. Because there's definitely a period there through the late 90s, early 2000s where too much CGI that wasn't top notch looks pretty average now yeah like it's just so obviously phony the only bit that i really picked up on is only because i was really looking for it there was like a, a hand crawling across the floor that like had been chopped off hand, yeah. yeah from a mummy and you could see the purple glow underneath it where it was obviously some sort of green screened on there or whatever sort of it was drawing a shadow in yeah yeah that was probably the only thing but you really had to look for it yeah yeah and that's that's fair enough you watch a, a classic movie like Ghostbusters, for example, where they go pretty heavy on the special effects. And I don't know whether it's just you have fond memories of it, but you seem to... I, I find you, 
a bit more forgiving about it, knowing that they didn't have a thousand computers that they could just wizard up on. Yeah. That, you know, they had to come up with something crafty to make it look like a ghost or some shit. It's like, eh, not bad. Not bad. Yeah. It's like if, if someone could build a hut with only like bare hands, rock and mud, you're like, yeah, you could live in that. But if you have all the fancy tools and you turn out a shitty hut, it's like, come on, fellas. Average effort. Fair enough. <laughs> I only just realised today too that in Suicide Squad, Ben Affleck was actually the Batman in it. I thought, yeah. I, only, I don't know why. He ain't Batman anymore. Yeah. Batfleck. He pieced the fuck out of that deal. Oh, I'm not surprised. It was a shambles. Was it a shambles because he was Batman, or was it because it was just DC fucking it up? They should have just left it. I think their mistake was trying to be as good as Marvel. I think their mistake was bringing out a Batman so early, so quick. After the good, after the Chris Nolan stuff. Yeah, Chris yeah. Nolan stuff was really good, which people were pretty stoked on. Like you know, there was a few people that were pissed off about the the way it ended, or the, the continuity of it, or whatever the case might be, or flaws in it. In general, it was pretty good trilogy. Yeah. But, you know, six weeks later, backflip. <laughs> well, it's kind of the same problem that Spider-Man had for so long. They were bringing out new Spider-Man every couple of years. Yeah, that was fucking bullshit. We, now, out of all the Spider-Men, which one was the best one? I really like the new dude. Yeah, I do too. I think so too. Because he's more, looks like an actual kid that goes to school, not like a 35-year-old man that's going to high school. <laughs> and they, they had fun with it, right? Yeah. What did what your thoughts of... Um, uh, what's his name? What was the original... Not the original, but, you know... Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire one. He did okay. Those Sam Raimi-directed Spider-Men were above average. Yeah. Especially compared to their contemporary films at the time. Like, they were punching pretty good. What's the, what's the worst superhero movie of Ooh. all time? Would it be something like Green Green Lantern or Green Hornet or whatever it fucking was? I mean, similar to what we were saying about blockbusters before. I mean, how far do you go back? Because like, some of those originals... Recent history. So say... Yeah, like if you go back to... 90s the, onwards. If you go to 80s Superman stuff, it was pretty... Oh, oh was you, pretty uh, wait a minute. Are you going to call out the original Supermans as bullshit? No, no. Just setting, setting the stage here. Um, those... Uh, really campy Batman movies were pretty bad like Batman Forever are you fucking serious yeah. oh yeah you're yeah not, not, <laughs> I am the original Batman like back, the first Batman that came out with um, Michael Keaton no no that shit's awesome that was good it was but the cheesy you, stuff once you had like your George Clooney's in there yeah and, I was going to say was it Val Kilmer was it, did he start getting dodgy with Val Kilmer nah, he was still alright it was it was um, but are you, are you saying like dodgy films or dodgy character like, just the, shit the whole film was just shit I don't think anyone holds those Batman in too high regard. I don't. I didn't mind them. <laughs> like they were good for what they were. Yeah, I guess they didn't really pretend to be anything but dumb, campy stuff. Yeah, I'm talking about like the Green Lantern and. I haven't seen Aquaman yet. I imagine that could be. Uh, I haven't watched that. Well, there you go. There's a blockbuster. I haven't watched Aquaman. <sighs> oh, but you know, if that comes out on Netflix, I probably will watch it. You know what I mean? It ain't coming out on Netflix, I can tell you that much. What do you mean? Oh no, that's Marvel, isn't it? Don't worry. I was thinking of Marvel, they pulled all the stuff from Netflix. Ah, uh, because like Disney. everyone else, they're making their own streaming platform. Yeah. Which is great. It means everyone has to have like 
27 different subscriptions. I won't, I won't be doing it. Fucking mess. My, my, one of my favorite superhero movies that probably hasn't aged very well and wasn't even popular at the time was, um, late nineties spawn was kind of a, I don't think I've seen that. It wasn't very popular. The comics were popular, but the movie was not well received. Yeah, right. Okay. I, I've often thought of it as being probably a good candidate for a, a do-over with modern CGI. Fair enough. You'd probably do something pretty cool. All right. Here's a good here's a good question for you then, seeing as we're on movies tonight. Go for it. Best movie with a wrestling star whilst they were still wrestling. Oh, I mean, are you going to be strict about still wrestling? Yeah. I don't know. Still he, on the roster. I don't know if he was at the time, but you had Jesse Ventura in Predator. That was a sick movie. Yeah, okay. I was I was thinking, like, you know, movies with Stone Cold Steve Austin in or something like that. Well, I don't think he's done a good one. He, oh, damn it. <laughs> he's done some good ones, man. Um, well, I thought they were good anyway. Only because he was in them. I like Stone Cold. Did you see the Amy Schumer film where John Cena was in it? He had, like, a supporting role. Oh, he's been in a few movies lately. He's, he was in um, Cop Blockers. Uh, it stood out to me because it proved he must have a good sense of humour because they were pretty much taking the piss out of him. Yeah. I think he only liked dating her because she had like a, a mannish frame. So he was kind of living out repressed homosexual fantasies when they were having sex. <laughs> it was really pretty funny. Well, he was in The Marine. I thought he had a good movie. I was going to say it was a good movie. <laughs> just just a, saying he was in a movie. Man, there's a long list of movies that wrestlers have done. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the one that I really liked. There's a, another classic one, which was They Live, which had Rowdy Roddy Piper in it. Really? That was a... a See, you know more about this shit than I do. That was a bit of a cult, cult classic. you got to go back to the 80s for that one. The Condemned. Never heard of it. Oh, that's a sick... Yeah, you have. You've watched it. I've gave you the DVD. But like, let's not, let's not fucking around. Like... You gotta go to the rock, right? I don't know, man. I mean, he's good, good actor now, but he left wrestling to do it. So that's why I think it. He man. was shit, or it was shit in the Scorpion King. Yeah, that's that's right. So look, yeah, if it's while he's still actively wrestling, I guess that makes it a bit trickier. Mm. That's why I wanted it because I knew that would sort of slide him out of it a little bit. But yeah, you could say he's pivoted the most successfully to that oh, movie career, no without doubt. doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I see. I see. That's 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 fair. But yeah, I don't think Steve Austin did anything too great. I think he's been on a few things, man. Mm. So he was in the Expendables. They are. That, see, he was the in Expendables, a few of the Expendables. The Expendables is what it is. Like he was in the Longest Yard. <laughs> Yeah, that's like the fourth time that's been remade. And that had a few wrestlers in it, that one. You know what? You're right. That Steve Austin film was pretty good. The Longest Yard. I'll give that partial credit. The one with Adam Sandler? Yeah, and Vinnie Jones, right? No. Or am I mixing Separate it? movies. See, they made the movie too many times. It's confusing. The Longest Yard was... So there was an English one with Vinnie Jones... That was the good one. And then there was this sh- not as yeah, good one okay. with Adam Sandler. <laughs> and it was American football instead of soccer. Adam Sandler. Yeah. Kiss of death. Are you not a fan of um, The Expendables? I, I don't lose my shit for it. No, no, I'm not. I don't lose my shit for it, but you watch them. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I've seen them. All of them? Sure, why not? 
I'm just, sure there's not much difference. It just seems to be every time he brings out new Expendables movies, there's just another bigger or another big Someone else. action star that gets dragged into it, and you're just like, fuck. <laughs> how much is movie? How much is this movie costing them to make? Uh, a lot of those guys probably aren't getting regular paychecks these days, so yeah. you never know. Did you see that thing uh, talking about action? Did you see um, Arnold Schwarzenegger getting drop kicked in the back? Yeah, I <laughs> know oh, it was a while ago. Didn't but... even phase him. <laughs> He's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> but, that was actually impressive in that way that he took the shot and didn't even realise what had happened. No, he just you... sort of brushed it off. Do you think he brushed it off, or is he that? old and fucked up he's like oh what the fuck <laughs> just didn't, he was just like couldn't comprehend in his brain what the fuck was going on it's because he was no no I, I think I think he's genuinely above average strength and toughness you reckon fair enough definitely I mean he's what late 60s now oh he's getting up there he probably still pumping iron oh yeah he would... probably lifting more than I ever will mm. or yeah. So, yeah, shrugging off a weak ass fly kick, totally believable. Fair enough. <laughs> Still love you, honey. <laughs> I don't know what goes through people's head though. Why the fuck would you go and try and do something like that? Mental illness is a hell of a drug. Yeah. I mean, honestly, some people are just doing it to try and get famous on the internet, right? Maybe. I don't um, think that's the these, case with this dickhead. But these days, you got a lot of. Fucking stooges out there doing dumb shit on YouTube trying to get famous. Yeah. It's funny, sorry, you, you brought up that mental illness is a hell of a drug. I was in the chemist the other day. <laughs> totally unrelated. Actually, it was yesterday. It's not unrelated because <laughs> you're talking about drugs. So I guess, well, anyway. Go. This, so I, I was walking down towards the chemist. Catherine, I rang her to find out which, which chemist she was at. And our daughter three-month-old daughter was just fucking screaming her lungs out in the background. I was like, fuck, what's going on? So I get there, I was like, what's going on? Baby was asleep two minutes ago. Right. Oh, this stupid fucking bitch just stuck her head right in the pram whilst the baby's sleeping. Oh, look at the baby! <laughs> now, for, it's only happened to me once while I've had the baby in the pram and somebody did it and I kind of pulled the baby away and it was just like, I almost said to him, what the fuck are you doing? Like, the fuck do you think you're doing just sticking your fucking head straight in the fucking pram and going, oh, fucking baby. It's a classic story, that entitlement that people seem to have around babies or, you know, even just telling a new mum, like some top baby tip, just completely unsolicited. Yeah, nobody gives a fuck. Nobody wants to hear it. But <laughs> So anyway, I go into the chemist after we've established why the, our baby was spazzing out. Now wailing. Yeah. Anyway, get what I needed. Came out. I was like, Catherine. Was it Cialis? Sorry? Viagra? No, no, no. It was just, <laughs> just some parrots <laughs> for some fucking heartburn. Anyway. Lame. I'd, this woman... Those crook guts this again. This <laughs> woman was in there and she wanted to tell the fucking world her fucking life story. Anyway, <laughs> I'll, I'll come back to that in a second. So I'll go back out and I said to Catherine... This woman that's about to walk out, how old do you think she is? Because she's told everybody in the fucking... Well, she hasn't told everybody, but she's fucking told the person at the counter and blurted out how old she is and fucking right. righty right. <laughs> and Cashman's like, 
So this woman walks out. She goes, that's the bitch that fucking woke the baby up. And I'm just like, oh, that fucking accounts for it. So it explains it because I'll, I'll go into a bit more detail as to what this person so what was, was like. So what was the guess? Catherine was like, oh, she's got to be mid-40s, getting up to 50. Anyway, 33 was the answer. Had a, had a tough life, eh? Well, turns out that she's a methadone taker, junkie, complete scrag. Had to tell the fucking world about the fact. Why, Why, if you're in a chemist full of people, would you just go, oh, I don't get the um, the cheap chemist brand, own brand stuff or the generic brands because I had that problem when I was on methadone and it wasn't any good and, <laughs> and I'm 33 and fucking rah, rah, so leave and it it's a, like, what the t- fuck? A two-star review for the off-brand methadone. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm just like, Dude, fuck me. And then when Catherine said that's the one before, that woke her up, I was like, fucking that explains it all. I, before we get too far, I love... Methadone. What? <laughs> <sighs> you can edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, say what you're going to say. I don't even know what they ask you if you want the cheaper generic stuff. Of course I do. Of course you do. <laughs> I'm not going to give it to you if it's not going to work. Yeah, I'm all, all about it. The only thing was they brought this stuff out. Unless me. unless it's methadone. Well, apparently top, apparently it's no good. Top shelf for me, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want the stuff that will actually OD me. <laughs> so the guess was like 20 years too high. Oh, fucking mental. Anyway. I've got a pretty clear mental image of this particular character. Just scrubby skin... Fucking just a mess. Like if you put a peach in the oven and left it in there for a couple of hours, just dried up and shriveled. Yeah. But the fun- funny thing was Catherine actually tried to avoid her. Like she started walking over towards Catherine. Catherine's like turned and started walking the other way. <laughs> and she's still fucking... Like a homing missile. I said to Catherine, I think we need to be a little bit more proactive. If somebody's coming over to go, the baby just go, fuck off. Just straight up, fuck off. Like... Let's not beat around the bush. I don't want you anywhere near my fucking baby because you look like a fucking scrag. And I don't really give a fuck what you think. So, fuck off. Yeah, I don't know how you solve that problem, really. The uh, preemptive fuck off probably does a job. Might get a bit of collateral damage along the way. Oh, yeah, you probably end up getting spat on it with fucking hepatitis or some shit. Oh, God. This is a problem when you're dealing with fucking junkies or anybody else like that. You can't you can't get away with it because if they don't assault you because they're off their chops, they could spit at you and you'll end up with some other fucking disease. Which technically, is still assault. Well, Please. physically assault. Oh, spit. I don't know. Whatever. No, it is. That's, yeah. that's what but either way, <laughs> they're either going to fuck you up or give you some disease. You don't even have to tell me what chemist this was. <laughs> don't you? Oh, I'm assuming it's the one in town. It was in in Crown Street. Yeah, all right. The cheap yeah, no. one. <laughs> like I said. Well, we won't be going back there again. Well, just keep an eye out, I guess. It was just the closest one to the chiropractor that I go to. That was the thing. <laughs> That's why we went there. What you need is like a, a decoy to get there, like distract them. Maybe like half a pack of smokes, just sort of shake it and throw it down the aisle. <laughs> okay, scrabbling after it. Oh, I've got some free cocaine. <laughs> Set up a diversion. Yeah. Uh, it's a six-hour world, Dave. It is. I'm telling you. That's why I don't like to mix it with anybody anymore. 
Yeah, I kind of know what you mean. Stay in my house, my bubble. This 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 weekend was the like the end of the soccer season for both our kids. Yep. I I've enjoyed going to those games, but some of those people ain't not gonna miss. Mm. There's some pretty gronk attitudes out there. Yep. Even just like your basic stuff, like telling their kids, "Oh, don't kick it like a girl." There's girls on the team, mate. Yep. Ah, uh, it's just like, it's being forced to socialise with primitive cavemen. But here's my thing, Al. Don't fucking socialise with them. No, I, I do my best not to. No, but don't, 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 don't even fucking go anywhere near them. This is what I used to do. Your kids are in the soccer team, mate. No, You've no. got to acknowledge they exist. No, no you don't. <laughs> this is the, like, let's not beat around the bush. You, fuck them. If you don't want to fucking anything to do with them, don't fucking have anything to do with them. And just, that's it. Nothing. If they come over to talk to you, just be like, be either rude as fuck no. to them so they leave you alone, or just fucking I don't and no speak out of English. <laughs> oh man, I don't know if I could do that. I'd, I'd do it all the time. I it don't seems... care if I've got no interest in having something to do with someone. I'm just flat out fucking rude to them because I don't want nothing to do with them. Is there any hope of trying to lift these lift people up through a positive interaction? What you mean, like? Tell them that, how they should be acting around no, humans. No, because I don't think that works. Because that just no. gets people's back up. See, as soon as, soon as if if you're in a place where you need to explain somebody how they should be acting in society, uh-huh. fuck them, wipe them. That's it. They've just got no chance. I don't even waste my time. What's the point? Because their attitude, they they're obviously too fucking dumb to some, change their some, attitude. Some people, I think, perhaps they haven't even thought, given it thought. They don't realise what they're no, doing. Is... See, there, there's one problem right there. No, no, but... They don't think. <laughs> is there hope that given some guidance, it might change our attitude? You're saying that's never happened to you? That all, you know, you had your own perception or attitude changed by learning something new? Or seeing something from someone else's perspective? It but happens, right? Am I that stupid? Caveman that... Gronk. Exactly. Yelling There's at, a big yelling difference. At, yelling at the referee. If you're already <laughs> educated enough that you can string a sentence together and not get into an argument with someone about something ridiculous, like f- like what happened with the soccer, or can't you just give us a goal because you gave the other one a penalty? Like, <sighs> fucking no, you dickhead, because there's fucking rules in football and that's the fucking rules. If you don't like it, don't it fucking play. It wasn't even a, an, an issue of prosecuting the rules. It's the example you're setting to... Young kids. Well, that's another thing. Arguing with not even an official official, just the coach from the other team running the game, mm. who's volunteering their time. We're not playing for sheep stations here. There's no grand final on the line. It's just kids having some fun. To start chiming in from the sideline and criticising someone who's putting in that effort where old Gronky Mc sidelines never would or never will. Yeah. But these are the type of people they're quite happy to let other people fucking do shit for them. They're probably the and same. Then whinge about it. Yeah, they're probably <laughs> the same people that gave their fucking children coke. And when I say coke, I mean Coca Cola. In in the bottle. In a bottle at fucking six months old. Don't don't extinguish my hope, Dave. You fucking there's dreaming. There's got to be hope. You're dreaming, and the sooner the sooner you realise this, easier life will be. <laughs> Is there a sport where I can avoid the Gronks then? No. No, I mean, sport attracts Gronks, doesn't it? I have to be honest. I've actually been really impressed with baseball. Yeah, but here we go. Baseball as a player. Baseball no, no. as a spectator, my... Gronks. 
<laughs> from the perspective of a parent, my kids, the teams they've played in, even the opposition they've come up against, top-notch people. I don't okay. know if it's anything to it or if it's just good luck or whatever's happened. Fair enough. Because it's reserve not, my judgment on that one. Whether it's because it's not a super mainstream sport, like it's a bit more niche. Yeah. There's definitely a generational effect I've noticed where you've had, you know, granddads played for a club, then their their kids have done it, and then now the grandkids are in the same club. So I used to work with a guy who used to play baseball. Yeah. Super gronk. I'm not saying they don't exist, but nothing compared to what I've seen with soccer. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe. And again, maybe it's the specific club. I don't know. But... It's a bit going back to yelling yelling at the ref. At what point is it okay to yell at the ref? Like, is it professional referees? If they do something, can you yell? Is, like, is it okay to yell at them then? Is that... I mean, it's it's to be expected at that point, isn't it? I I still exercise the same principle of if if my kids are there, I probably wouldn't. I I pull my kids up if they if the crowd's booing an opposition, and my kids join in, I'll pull them up. I'll be like, we don't we don't boo. We we cheer for our team. That's fine. You don't have to boo the opposition. Eh? Can I call you out as a hypocrite here, Al? <sighs> well, I, I I I vaguely remember going to a state of origin with you once. Yeah, my fucking kids weren't there. All oh, right, so. <laughs> I could, so I kids, teach, are, kids aren't there, all. all better off. Fuck <laughs> the opposition. Fuck the referee. Throwing batteries at counts. <laughs> no. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> batteries. I think, to me, that's a more important principle than screaming at a referee. No, I'm not saying just screaming. I'm just like, just blurting out, oh, you're the fucking referee's <laughs> corrupt fuck or some fucking shit. But that's, that's part of sport, really, is like, the, the pain that you can get from the officials. Yeah. Like we got, we got absolutely ripped off by refs at basketball this week and we were getting no, no love at all. So it was up to us to put the points on the board and yeah. get it done that way. So I think you can adapt and overcome. So I think that happens a lot though in sort of, X-grade basketball or whatever the fuck it is. Like, yeah, at the end of the day, was, the referees are as dog shit as the players, really. Yeah, these these kids were a bit younger and they kind of lost control over the game in the sense that fouls were starting to get pretty loose and pretty rough. Yeah, and they're probably not of the frame of mind that if, if one person argued the fact with them, they'd probably just go, fuck that team for the rest of the game because they're just like, they're, they're letting their emotions take over. Dude, that's our main tactic is try and keep your mouth shut so you don't get the refs offside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty effective. Yeah. So there's a bit of gamesmanship to it. Fair enough. But, yeah, I get, I mean, for kids football, where it's supposed to be about more of a life lesson than, you know, making the major league yeah. at that stage, right? Yeah. I mean, the reality is kids playing for our team probably already missed that window of ever becoming a professional. Like, Kids that age are already doing, you know, big clubs doing full-on paid training programs. That's not the caliber we're talking about. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, screaming at your kid to fucking take shots. Crazy. Mm. Well, we're getting close to... Uh, Death. Overtime. You're dying of Death. AIDS. Death from sinus infection. I'm fucking tired. I've got to work tomorrow. 
fucking sad old bastards. Yeah, well, I've got to put the hours in this week because kind of leaving bright and early on Thursday to go to the old PI. Yeah, so have we pretty? I kind of assume we're going to do attempt our first on the road podcast special. Yeah, we'll try and record something as we're driving. We've got ten hours in the car, so we may as well try and pump something out. Ninety nine bottles of beer. Well, we could always record. <laughs> The 10 hours of driving and see what happens. Oh, man. And edit that together. <laughs> Hard pass. Oh, we'll try. We'll see what comes comes of it. Yeah. I mean, it, it might be good for you to record me yelling at other drivers on the road and see how aggressive I get whilst I'm driving. Yeah. That might be kind of funny. It's still like dash cam Australia. It'll be like podcast Australia. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the biggest challenge on that trip is just staying awake on the Hume Highway. Nah, it should be right. There's not too much to it. So, anyway, um, I think we should uh, call it a night if that's alright with you. Agreed. Alright. Put uh, our listeners out of their misery. Everyone's happy. So, yeah, I'm not too sure if you'll actually get it at the same time next week. You'll get something. I don't know if it's going to be any good or not. I'll I'll take the laptop. Oh, there you go. Perfect. Set up the professional studio deal. (laughs) Yeah. I reckon we try and record it in the car. I reckon that's the way to go. Yeah, yeah. Trip down, then do a, do a quick edit and slap it up. Yeah. All right. We'll look forward to the rumblings of the diesel in the background next week. Adios. Bye-bye. <laughs>